Crofty and Grado hear the stories behind some of Glasgow's best-loved restaurants. Frankie Boyle comes in quite often. Kevin Bridges, uh, he comes in match days. Calvin Harris is given here for breakfast. Crofty samples the vegan options. Uh, do you know what? I'm pretty excited about that. Seaweed? Are you allowed seaweed? I'm allowed seaweed. Uh. <laughs> and Grado samples everything else. See your, your haggis nips and tatties. Uh. I was told this haggis gets made yeah, on yeah, the yeah. premises. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Before the ultimate test, the Dougie bag. It's different. <laughs> Episode 4 at Stravagan is available now. Search for Rate the Plate wherever you get your podcast with Glasgow Taxis. Trusted by the people of Glasgow for over 59 years. Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers. With access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Access to a wide range of renewable energy and energy efficient products. Let's go! This time last week you were saying, look, you can't read too much into the pre-season games. So mm. what's happened at the weekend? Your old club Rangers 2-2 against Offenheim uh, and for Celtic 1-1 against Wolves. Can we take anything from that at the weekend? No, as I say, the most important thing at pre-season, Paul, is making sure you, you do as many sessions as possible, get as many minutes in the legs. Look, the performance in terms of Rangers, I watched that game, the first 45 minutes wasn't great at all. There was a couple of mistakes in there, but certainly a, a stronger showing in the in the second half. And similar to Celtic, there was parts of their game, they were, they were really good. There was parts of the game, they were quite rusty. But that's what happens in pre-season. But... Um, where it really matters is next Saturday you need to be peaked and ready to go and make sure you get three points this time last week you were saying Rangers fans look out for another signing and we know that Danilo was coming in and mm -hmm. you were talking also about Sifuentes that's given mm -hmm. he will be coming at some point probably soon are there going to be more signings? yeah I, I think there could be uh -huh. I think there could be um, I think there'll be a, a few moving uh, moving out the door in the next week or so you, you've seen that about Glenn Kamara He's been training himself. Listen, he's he, it's clear that Glenn's going to move on. Listen, I, I think he's been a, a real good signing for Rangers for £50,000. But Rangers are going to cash in on him. Um, and yep, as I said, Paul, I, I do see one or even two new faces coming in because um, there will be one or two going out the door again. And we hear Brendan Rodgers, he's on the programme tonight. We're going to hear from him, John Kennedy as well. And we heard it on the news this afternoon. He's saying, don't look for a 10 to 15 million pound player coming to Celtic. Um, are you surprised by that? Did you think there was going to be a really big marquee signing or two? I, I thought there was going to be a lot more money spent than there has been. Um, but listen, Brendan Rodgers is an experienced manager, Paul. He, he'll take his time and, and make sure he gets the right players in that are going to strengthen Celtic. I did think they would have spent a bit more money if I'm being honest but again you don't really need to go and spend masses of money if you look at Celtic for instance last um, pre-season they went to a market in Japan and brought over players who didn't cost loads of money and have been an absolute revelation in the, in the Scottish game but listen I wouldn't rule it out you never know um, but we just need to wait and see in that one Five days to go what are you thinking? This is your chance to speak to the legend 
Barry Ferguson with us here on the Go Radio Football Show with our friends at Global Eco Energy. We're right up for this new season, Barry, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Listen, Paul, it's been a, as I said, it's yeah. been a long summer and it's uh, it's hard when there's no competitive football. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm just desperate for, for Saturday to kick off and, and see how the, the goal. Listen, Celtic have got a home game. They'll be uh, unveiling the flag for winning the title last year. And Rangers have got a tough place to go mm-hmm. at quarter past five uh, Rugby Park, the artificial surface. So, yep, yeah, I, I can't wait to, to get it started and, and get up and running and then we can we can get right into it again. Of course, Celtic fans have the chance tomorrow night to see Brendan Rodgers' first game in charge back at Celtic Park. They're playing in the James Forrest Testimonial Atletico Bilbao, the athletic club, I think they call them. Barry, we'll ask you about that in a moment or two. But let's hear from Brendan Rodgers today speaking to Sky, a really good interview. And he was asked then about the big signing. Is there somebody coming in the 10 to £15 million pound bracket? And he spoke about Celtic's recruitment model. You know, it has to fit in with the, the model of the club, which is important. And um, But yeah, it always is that. Listen, as a modern manager in the modern game, it's very, very difficult to, to do what you maybe did years ago and uh, and be out watching players every night of the week. The, the game has changed. Uh, so you're really relying on your recruitment team. And, and you see here the players that have come in you won't get absolutely everyone right and that's just purely on the basis of players sometimes maybe not adapt to a country that they come into but there's a lot of great work it's a really comprehensive structure that's in place here to try and mitigate as many of those circumstances as they can and then allow the player to come in and and really flourish in in an environment which is made for development. Barry, what are you thinking about Celtic signings then since we saw you last week? And the major one is Mike Navrocki, who joined the other day from Legia Warsaw. He didn't feature at the weekend, but you can see that Celtic need to strengthen at the back with the injuries and, you know, Starfelt, he could be on his way out. Not just um, at the centre-back area. I think all over, Brendan Rodgers would would like to to strengthen. But listen, he, he works within a structure, as you just mentioned there. He, he relies on his recruitment team and, and, and let's be honest if uh, if you're taking last season as an example it worked pretty well um, and he's bang on you, you're never going to get every signing right Paul there's absolutely no chance that's ever going to happen but you, you need to get a high percentage right and that's what Celtic done um, last season and the flip side of that Rangers they've yep. done a lot of recruiting Um it's early doors for some of these new players, but they really need to hit the ground running as well. First on tonight, hitting the ground running. A Rangers fan is on. It's Derek. Good evening, Derek. Hey, good evening, Paul. Good evening, Barry. How are you doing, Derek? Uh, I know, bad, Barry. Are you a bit concerned, Barry, at the amount of goals they're conceding in pre-season? And what do you make of the signings that they've made? Well, it's hard to tell in terms of the signings. Um, Derek, I'll be honest with you, I've said it last week, I like to give it a bit of time. I'm not going to get up and I'm not going to get down about the, the results or the, the performances. The most important thing for me, Derek, is next week they're peaking. In terms of the goals, look, they were missing a few important players, there's no doubt about that, and, and Saturday over in, over in Germany. Um, and it's going to take a bit of time for these players to gel. But, you know, Derek, you don't get a lot of time up here. But what I like about Rangers recruitment is they've done it early they've got the players in early which is very unlike them so as I said the most important thing for me is they're peaking next Saturday at Rugby Park at quarter past um, five Derek what do you feel? I feel that they're not enough within the team Paul and that I was hoping for a big strong 
six foot five powerful centre half that would bully people. I'm a bit concerned at the full back positions. Uh, that I don't people shout about Redvang in a game. I don't think he's done enough to be a regular. And I'm a bit concerned that they can get caught out in the wider areas because they, they play ten games, uh, four games in ten days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, if he doesn't make these games and he doesn't win the games, I think the pressure will mount because <laughs> on social media you see some fans already are restless with him. And I don't think he'll be given much time. I predict one of them will be under major pressure by Christmas. Whether it's Brendan Rodgers or Michael Beale, one of them will be in trouble by Christmas. One of the big two, yeah. Barry, what would yeah. you say to that? First of all, the concerns about, for example, Yilmaz that he mentioned. And they need a big six foot five. I know they're two different things there. Yeah, listen, in terms of some of the goals I've lost in pre-season, they have been worrying. Listen, i seen Michael Beale's interview and he wasn't happy with the two goals they lost in the first half and they were, they were poor, um, yeah. no doubt about that. They need to clean up that quickly because they need to be defensively strong. I do think that's an area where he will look to still maybe strengthen. I know he's, he's done a hell of a lot in the forward areas, the amount of players he's... He's brought in there, but I'm with Derry. I do think they, they may need another utility type guy in defence who can play in either full back areas. Because Barisic is one that's going into last year's contract again. Uh, I'm sure Derry will agree with me. We can't allow people to go into the final year of the contract and risk losing them for, for nothing. In terms of Yilmaz, um, look, he's. He's no the most physical. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Look, he's he's really good going forward. Um, but the the goals that we've lost in the back post areas when cross balls have come in have been a bit concerning. There's no doubt about that. And what about Derek's point that he thinks that one of them, either Michael Beale or Brendan Rodgers, could it's be under pressure away. by Christmas? <laughs> Listen, yeah. if one falls so, behind the other, yeah. there's no doubt about it. That's the way it works in the west of Scotland, Paul. Yeah. If you're not top of the league, you're going to be under um, under a fair bit of pressure. There's no doubt in that. And you've got Brendan Rodgers saying today, and I know it's words just now for both managers, he's hungrier than ever to get success at Celtic. He's taken nothing for granted from that treble winning team because that was then. Yep, and I get that, but Rangers have got to be hungrier than ever. They were trophyless last season. Um, they've got to show a real desire and hunger to make sure they, 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 um, they get trophies in that cabinet, Paul. That, that's the most important thing. Rangers are under pressure, they know that. Michael Beale knows that. The players have got to know that. Because this season, Rangers have got to win trophies and I'll go with the first one. They have to retain the league title. They have to, sorry, get that back off Celtic. Derek, is that what you feel? It has to be the title? Uh, I think you would need to maybe win the first trophy. Uh, they wouldn't win Celtic run level, the trophy-wise. Uh, the, the thing, with, and I don't really like talking about the opposition, but <laughs> there are not many people go back, Paul, and they a success the second time round. And that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that not many people get back the way. Baron Walter Smith, I can't think of another manager that's went back and it's been a really good success. So I'm, that's what I'm hoping that he might not be a success the second time round. And I'm hoping that Simmons under the pressure. Mm-hmm. Barry's the prayer mat out there for you as well. Yep, yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just watching because the Celtic fans will be yeah, saying. But yeah, but listen, yeah. one, one thing that I will say, <laughs> yeah. and listen, I'm sure Derek will agree here, but he has a, a very, very experienced and top manager Brendan Rodgers but he knows what he's coming into listen Celtic have been successful he knows he's going to be in, in a, a, a fight this this season he's, he's still got a fair bit of work he done, uh, to do to the squad um, but in terms of Rangers Rangers know what's at stake this year Paul 
That's um, what, what would be your front three, Barry? At Kilmarnock, who would you go with? <laughs> Tune in on Wednesday, I'll be asking them the team, yeah. but that's a great point, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been that many players come in, and in terms of Danilo, I thought he looked he looked decent, Danilo, uh, when he came on at, at the weekend. Um, Dessers yeah. looks it's hard to tell, Derek. I, I don't really took take too much out of pre-season games if, I, if I'm being honest with you I know how it felt myself when I was in pre-season sometimes you never felt great because you're doing more than you usually would do going into, going into games um, but listen what there is there's competition for places here mm. if you don't perform someday I'll take your place um, no doubt about that because the amount of players that he's signed in the forward areas what did you think of Lammers I see he got a goal yeah good header um, technically he looks he looks really good. Um, he's one that has, in my eyes, with the games that I've watched, has stood out and, and looks apart. But listen, it's only pre-season, yeah. Paul. And I'll we- judge when the domestic games um, come round. Um, no doubt about mm-hmm. it. That's when the pressure's on you. That's when the expectations are on you. And Derek was asking about the width. He's worried. No Ryan Kent, no. Yeah, but the way that Michael Beale plays, where Rangers get the width is for the fullbacks. Um, bombing on um, and the, the guys that do play in the wider positions tend to come in infield and and do their stuff inside um, but I do get what it, sometimes it's good to change and have somebody hugging the, the, the touchline but the way that Michael Beale plays he likes to get the width off both fullbacks. So via play cup for you Derek league cup is crucial obviously Rangers drawn against Morton Celtic at Kilmarnock Hearts Partick Thistle Hibs against Wraith Rovers St Mirren Motherwell Livy against Ayr Airdrie Ross County Stirling Albion and Aberdeen Derek see you've obviously watched the pre-season games uh, I've only seen the highlights uh, Barry mm. I've, I've, I've been doing a lot of overtime during the, the, the pre-season who's, who's uh, impressed you? Who's impressed you in the highlights? Uh, Lammers. Yeah, he, he looks good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not convinced with that boy that we've got uh, from Brighton, but it was Brighton that they got him from the... I, yep. I'm not uh, convinced with him yet, but all the time will tell. It's only pre-season. I'm hoping but, that uh, he looks quite powerful right enough. Uh, you'll not be playing teams like that every week. But uh, I just wish Cadwell and that would come off social media. All this nonsense yeah. with the social media carry on. I'm not for that. I'd rather just end up talking on the park. Barry, I think uh, I knew your answer on yeah, that one. Listen, yeah. Derek, um, I'm with you. Who, you. who do you think will get relegated, uh, Barry? Or is that too early to ask you? Uh, well, well, I was about to ask you because we talked about it in the office. You're getting uh, asked on Wednesday, we're yeah, not. Yeah, on Wednesday we'll be mm-hmm. asking you. What about you? Because uh, look at St. Johnson at the weekend. Yeah. I think it'll be between St. Johnson, Livingston and Dundee. Mm-hmm. Uh, I quite worry about Livingston. I quite like uh, the way David Martindale talks a game and I quite like him as a manager. Uh, I thought he would have moved to bigger things, but I think they might be in trouble this year. Yeah, they scraped through against uh, Clyde, then they won nil at the weekend. In Dundee... Yeah, uh, but he always comes up with the goods. Yeah, David Martindale. He does, he? Listen, he's, yeah. his budget's been cut again this season, but he's made a, a few signings. Guys that you don't know too much about, but um, he's, he's done a fantastic job there, David Martindale. I see Stephen McLean, the new manager, you know, recent manager at St. Johnson, got the players together and got the senior group already to talk about what's going wrong he doesn't have he played quite a few younger players he needs players. help in the, yeah. the, the transfer market Stephen McLean they need, they need to get players in that, that was um, I, I know there was a few experienced guys on the bench and they were missing a few players but that was a sore one that was a sore one and I'm sure the St Johnson fans will be 
I'll be uh, pretty worried, but what he needs is he needs a bit of help to go and get a few players in and make the squad even stronger. And before you go, Derek, how was the keeper at the weekend, Jack Butland? Barry, you saw the game. What do you feel so far? Yeah, he did, listen, he, he, he did well enough. But again, it's pre-season. I'll, I'll wait till the, um, yeah. the, the real stuff starts, should, <laughs> should I say. But one thing you, you've got in Jack Blood, uh, Butland is he, he's a presence between the sticks, Paul, there's no doubt about it. Um, and he's definitely got the, the ability, the only problem with Jack is he's not played a lot of football over the last couple of seasons. For sure. Are you looking forward to the season, Derek? You know, there's a few notes of caution there. You know your stuff. You love going to see Rangers. You're saving up. You're working hard to get the overtime. What are you feeling then? Final point. Uh, I'll make a decision after the first few games, but I've got my doubts. I hope I'm wrong. You and Cahoos. Yeah, I, 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 I think they'll need to sort the defence out because if you look at, like, we use Walter Smith as an example, Rangers didn't lose a lot of goals. Celtic last season didn't lose a lot of goals. If you don't lose goals, you'll always win games in Scottish football because Rangers will always create chances. But I think it was 21 games last year they lost the first goal. That kind of, uh, that needs to stop this season. They, they need to be a lot more solid in defence. And that's what worries me, as Barry says. The full-backs bobbing forward. They seem to get caught out with the ball right over the top. The full-backs in. It splits the centre-halves and the ball's getting whipped in. That's where they get caught out last season. And I just hope that they sort it this season. Yeah. Watching the game on Saturday, I did think in the first half that they looked a bit exposed. Um, no doubt about it. Easy to obviously um, get through. And that, that's one thing um, you need to be... If you're going to be really attack-minded... You need to be really get guys, certainly the two centre halves, but the two central midfielders have got to be so disciplined if you're going to play that way. And what's the word in Connor Golson? I think there was an illness, was there no? I know he's been in the camp. I, I yeah. know he obviously he was injured before yeah. the I seen him in the train today, Paul. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> I seen him in Glasgow today, yes, outside the How's the Fraser's? I've seen them today. Ah, uh, was Barry in there buying as so, well? Yeah, spending no, the dollars. So he's fit then. He's <laughs> fit. There, uh, that's an exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> but he, he's yeah. he's very important. Yeah. Cheers. Thanks Good very much, Derek. Yep, spread the word very on nice. from from five every night. But Connor yep. Golson, yep. he, he is important. Mm-hmm. Listen, he's he, he's a he's a presence at the back pole. Um, he might not be everybody's cup of tea. Here's people. Every, listen, it's all about opinions. No doubt mm-hmm. about it. But one thing about him is. He is a communicator at the back corner, Golson. He sure is. You can speak to Barry Ferguson as Derek did a few minutes ago. And Derek, we, you know we've teamed up with Alea in Glasgow to give you and others the chance to win up to £250 to spend in their brand new relaunch sports bar. We had Alan on. Uh, Al was on the programme on Friday and he won. Barry, as you know, I'm sure you were listening. Well, Les Mahego. Yeah, from the gout. far for me. £200 he won. So uh, I gave him the first one. I made it a, a multiple choice. The only answer was Stephen Jarrett, but he knew it. But he got four out of five and he got £200 to spend there. If you want to be on this Friday, register at thisisgo.co.uk. Barry Ferguson is here in the house and from Wednesday, we'll have a double header. We'll have somebody along with you. Mark Guidi is here tomorrow night and then from Wednesday, the build-up's really on to the new season. 0808 17 17 700 or you can join the conversation with me and Barry at thisisgo.co.uk. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Access to a wide range of renewable energy and energy efficient products. Let's go! No, I will work with the club on that. I think it's, um, 
like I said, it, the players that have come in here over the last couple of years, uh, Mark Lowell, who's uh, headed up the, the recruitment team here, has done a fantastic job. It's a market he knows really, really well from his previous job, so he, he understands the players. And uh, But he's also got a very good uh, team of people behind him, so I trust in their work. Of course, they'll always be put forward to me and I'll have a look at it. But, uh, but yeah, some of those players were identified before I came in, so it was about giving the blessing. And some of them been identified whilst we have been in. So, uh, so it's just a continuation of working together, which is important. And, uh, and like I say, part of coming back, I, I know where the club is at. I know the, um, the model that's in place and, uh, and we hope that we can maximise that and then develop the players on the field. Barry, you got your wish. Hans Postacoglu has gone, but it's Brendan Rodgers who's back. How are you feeling about it five days to go? Yeah, listen, uh, what you want, Paul, is you, you want not just real good players in Scotland, you want real good managers. Yeah. And that's certainly what, what Brendan Rodgers is, with the success he's had throughout his managerial career. Um, I was surprised that he did come back, mm. but listen, I know what it's like up here. It's it's tough sometimes, but also it's, it's a massive pull, the size of both Rangers and Celtic. So... I wasn't overly surprised when Postacoglu left it that Brendan Rodgers did come back to Celtic managers because he was out of job as well, Paul. Um, yeah. So I'm sure he'll come and he'll, he'll change his style slightly. There's no doubt about that. About that, You can see it slightly in in Celtic's pre-season games that has been tweaked. Um, Where do you think he's going to strengthen? I, I thought the most important, two of the most important places for him were centre back and a central midfielder a real physical presence a good football player as well somebody to go in there and and I wouldn't say help Callum McGregor but be beside him um, so that's an area where I thought they would have they've, they've not just yet but I guess what just spacing probably um, a central midfielder will come in and then obviously people are talking about the goalkeeping situation as as well but I think as a as a manager and obviously us as, as pundits the, the main area for a team is the spine you want to make the spine absolute rock solid he's brought in the, the young Polish centre back um, and I, I would be shocked if there wouldn't be another central midfielder coming in Here's Laurie on the line from Deniston Good evening Laurie Hey Paul, good evening. Good evening, Barry. How you doing, Laurie? Hi, uh, I'm doing good, Barry. It's a good. pleasure to speak to you as always. Uh, I was listening to the previous caller there, Derek. Uh, he made a lot of salient points, uh, I felt. However, yeah. uh, I think he was going to be a bit kind of carried away with himself. He's hoping and wishing and praying that uh, Brendan Rodgers' return will prove to be less successful. It's understandable he should think that, but I'm afraid, Derek, there's nothing written in the stars. Uh, you 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 sound as if you're seeking divine intervention. Brendan is back. He's an experienced manager who achieved a 100% success ratio the last time. It'll be very interesting to see uh, how Michael Beale pitches wits uh, against him this season. I was looking at the Celtic signings thus far, uh, and they've spent quietly £14.3 million if you include the, the £1 million to seal the permanent signing uh, of Ivata. Mm-hmm. The other fees, a million for Quan, the Australian boy, Tilio, 1.8 million, 3 million pounds to the young Norwegian midfielder uh, home. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yang, the, the, the winner, uh, the, the, the winner, uh, winger, sorry, 
uh, £2.5 million and, of course, uh, £5 million pounds for the young Polish defender, Navrashki. But I still think there's plenty to be done, needn't done. Uh, I do think, as Barry does, that they do need maybe another central defender. Uh, and I think a uh, competitor is needed uh, for the goalkeeping position. Uh, it seems to me that Joe Hart now is beginning to make quite a lot of mistakes. Uh, and the other position uh, I feel would be somebody to take the heat off uh, Kyogo because one thing you can't legislate for is injuries and suspensions. Now, I saw that young guy, oh, the South Korean boy that they signed last season. And to be fair, I think he's only 20, 21 years of age. But when I have saw him, he seems very one-dimensional. He seems more like a pattern ram, a old-fashioned striker. Uh, and I think we need somebody who's going to be clinical up front because at the moment uh, I feel that too much will be uh, reliant on uh, Kyogre's uh, shoulders. Talking of shoulders, yeah, he's got a suspect shoulder I'm reading and there's a possibility he might need time out for surgery. Uh, Brendan Rodgers has said he'll leave that to him mm-hmm. uh, to choose when he wants to get the surgery but it is needed. One thing is for certain he can be put off indefinitely. Sure. Barry, a few things in there. Where do you want to start? from the point of view of uh, Laurie. What, what about Kyogo, for example? So, yeah. there's a shoulder problem there was last season. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah. That, that's been ongoing yeah. um, for a, a number of months now. Look, for, for me, um, he's such an important player. Listen, that you don't just find them on three goal scorers. <laughs> um, and he's been a, an absolute revelation since he's he's came to this, this, this country. Um, oh, again, young, as, as Laurie's just said there. Um, and I think that may be an area as well where he, he will look to bring in maybe a bit of experience um, through the middle if Kyogo is going to need um, an operation. Because um, he, he he's a massive miss. Listen, it's not just the goals that he brings to that Celtic team. It's his all, overall quality, his work ethic, his quality on the ball in terms of his touch and his... his um, his backup play. Um, overall, he is a an outstanding football player, Kyogo. So he he will be a big miss, and if he is going to go in and get have surgery, sorry, should I say, that will be an area that I'm sure Celtic will be desperate to strengthen. But well, I'm sure they've got guys where they've earmarked and and says if this is going to happen, that they can go and press the button and make it happen. Laurie's saying about a goalkeeper as well, somebody else. Yeah, listen, yeah. George come in for a, a fair bit of, of criticism. Um, he's, he's, he has made a, a couple of mistakes. Look, it's always highlighted as a goalkeeper. There's no doubt about it. But one thing Joe does bring is um, he brings a, a hell of a lot of experience. Um, and for me, he's still a, a very good goalkeeper. What about Dominic um Levakovic, he's been mentioned a few times. He well, was I don't ma- know yeah. anything about him. I'd, yeah. I'd seen sure. that. That's yeah. something that um, I'll be honest with. You, I'd be lying if I says he's a yeah. he's a good goalkeeper oh. and blah blah blah. But look, again, that might be an area they they, they may look to to, to strengthen because um, Joe has made a, a couple of highlighted mistakes. But again, I'll go back to it. You're better making the mistakes in pre-season mm. than when the real stuff starts at the weekend. Laurie, how do you think the Celtic fans are going to be the Green Brigade? How will they be with Brendan Rodgers with the return of the well, the manager who led them to two trebles in a row but left in the middle of the season? I know. What do you think is going to happen? Well, Paul, firstly, let me put on record my feelings about the Green Brigade. I think to, uh, 
to some extent, they are unfairly maligned in a lot of quarters. They also do a lot of good things at Celtic uh, in terms of raising food for the needy people and have-nots in society. So that should never be forgotten. Uh, I think perhaps they should back off. Uh, Brendan is the man in charge, uh, and it's time to to move on. Uh, Whether they accept him or not uh, remains to be seen. Uh, But I think their attitudes may change. Uh, once uh, the results start going in Celtic's uh, favour. So that's that's my feeling about the Green Brigade mm-hmm. and their relationship with Brendan Rodgers. The Green Brigade don't speak for every Celtic supporter mm-hmm. uh, as voluble and as vocal uh, as they come across at times, Paul. I think you're really measured on that, um, what you said there, Laurie. Barry, what about the point that Derek made, and Laurie's referred to it, that it doesn't work second time round? If you come back to football club, well, I think he mentioned the vast Smith. majority of Rangers yeah. fans. That's what they'll be, yeah. be hoping. But I, I'm being honest. I'm giving you my sure. opinion. In my eyes, Brendan Rodgers is a top manager. Not just what he done at Celtic, but you look what he's done in the past. Even with Leicester, albeit he had a tough last three months, couple of top six yeah. finishes, mm-hmm. FA Cup. They won was the it cup. The, was it the FA Cup or League Cup? Yep, the FA Cup. So he was very, very successful mm-hmm. uh, down in Leicester. Apart from the last three or four months. Um, so, yep, listen, when when Celtic managed to bring him back, yep, you think to yourself, wow, what, what a, what a um, signing that is. Um, look, a lot of Celtic fans will be disappointed the way it, way it happened. Listen, that, that happens in football. Something you've just got to put it aside and move on. And I'm sure the vast majority of Celtic fans will. Yeah. And you were a big part of that success for Walter the second time around. So you saw it firsthand that a manager can come back that the fans yeah, loved. Yeah, just yeah. in terms of Walter, he just had an aura and he, he knew the game inside out. No doubt about it and vast experience. And that's what Brendan Rodgers has. Laurie, what would you say to the Celtic fans about tomorrow night? The James Forrest testimonial match with Bilbao? Well, Paul, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. As a rule of thumb, I don't go to testimonial games. Okay. As a rule of thumb. But I'm making an exception tomorrow because James Forrest has very kindly nominated a couple of charities yeah. uh, for uh, some of the funds to be distributed towards. The reason I normally don't go to testimonial games is a rule of thumb, Paul. Uh, I don't want to sound as though I'm lacking in gratitude of any any player, uh, long-time servants, but a lot of these guys are millionaires, mm-hmm. uh, and we have a real uh, crisis just now, economically and financially, for many people yeah. finding it difficult to heat their homes and to buy enough food to provide for their families. But as I say, I'm making an exception tomorrow. I've got a ticket for the game because I was uh, heartened uh, to read about James Forrest and he's identified a couple of charities he wants the money uh, to go towards. That's great. Yeah, it's the Kilbride Hospice, which is amazing, and also Celtic Foundation, who do great work. And Barry, I know you've got You've always said that. I remember a few years ago when you said James Forrest, they missed him for a while. I mean, yep. he's, he doesn't play as much now and he's never really got the recognition that he deserves. No, he's always in the, the background. But let, let's be honest, I, I don't know if Laurie, well, I'm sure Laurie would agree. I think he's been a, a brilliant player for, for, for Celtic. Um, Absolutely. You, you can hang your hat on him. He's Listen, he's had a few injury problems over the last couple of years. That naturally happens as you get older. But... Listen, he's one player that, that definitely deserves a, a testimonial and I agree with what Laurie says there. It's a brilliant touch that he's he's given um, the proceeds to, to charity. And watch out for the name Tete. It hasn't gone away yet, Barry, nor you, Laurie. He's going to make a decision on his future. The Brazilian when he returns from holiday. And the word is that Brendan Rodgers would like to bring him to Celtic. 
because Barry, that there are going to be some more signings, and maybe that, that's okay. It's not a huge name, but it would be a yeah, really good listen, signing. I have no doubt in my mind there'll be another um, few faces come through the, the the front doors at Celtic Park. No doubt in my mind. Laurie, where are you tomorrow night at the match? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I'm not able to occupy my my seat, yeah. uh, which is an honour stand. Uh, so yeah. I'm going to have to uh, get a seat uh, behind the uh, the traditional sells uh, again uh, behind the goals in fact but uh, I'll be happy to be there uh, as I say I probably wouldn't have went Paul in all yeah. truthfulness but for the fact that I read James and by the way I do echo Barry's sentiments about James Forrest he's been a great servant of the club and he's been a model of consistency uh, a model uh, pro uh, as well Brilliant Laurie great contribution thanks very much You're welcome Paul good evening Cheers, thank you. Laurie, they're calling from Deniston. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. Just a few days away from the kickoff. Cinch Premiership, who's going to win it? We'll be asking for the predictions. I think that'll be Friday, won't it? Friday night, we'll go through we'll what, how we we'll, think it's going to... We'll do it on yeah. Wednesday, and let's get it. Oh, no, we're going to start on Wednesday yeah. for sure. Let's yeah. get it. Okay. Off our chess on Wednesday. All right, Wednesday, tune in. Five until seven. Barry, I wonder will be who here. I'm going to go for. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big Derek used to do that. You know, yeah, Rangers are down to eight players or whatever. But I still think it will be a draw. I just, and Big Derek was absolutely brilliant. I'm just uh, yeah, but I just I'm can't teasing. wait. I'll be honest with you, Paul. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I'm just looking forward to um, the season starting and yeah. seeing how these players play under. I'm talking mm-hmm. about for the Rangers' point sure. of view. Yeah how the, the players play under um, the, a bit of pressure because the pressure's on Rangers Michael Beale's been clear about that he knows that trophies need to be won because Celtic were so so dominant last season here's Richard on WhatsApp he's saying evening guys I was glad to see Michael Beale call out James Tavernier whose defensive play at the weekend was awful he's saying it's time he moved up the park maybe Dujon Sterling at right back Tav has got away with it for too long well, uh, one thing you can't do during a game is switch off. Even if a, a player beside you gets fouled, you've got to wait till that whistle blows, Paul. Um, you've got to play at the whistle, should I say. that? That's something that you learn as a, a young, young professional. Um, and Michael Beale wasn't too too happy about it, but what I've, I've said, and I'll maintain it, these mistakes are better happening in pre-season rather than when the, the, the season um, starts but in terms of moving forward there's no doubt in terms of from a, an attacking point of view James Tavernier is excellent getting forward whips in some unbelievable balls um, and look his numbers since he's arrived at, at Rangers have been phenomenal let's be honest and he's great for the penalty kicks which he's scored again in Hoffenheim yeah and even yeah. if he, he's, he misses the odd yeah. one but listen he'll, he'll stand up again and and um, and take the re- responsibility but for, for me um, look defending has never been his strongest attribute but I think over the seasons it has got better there's, there's no doubt about it and you never listen if you get, as you get experience you never stop learning and I'm sure that's something that he's working hard on in training The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy Access to a wide range of renewable energy and energy efficient products Let's go! It's the Go Radio Football Show with our friends at Global Eco Energy every night from five. Thanks for making the switch. So many people, Barry, more and more. Uh, The guy, Alan, did I say this to you last week when you were on? Uh, Bumped into him and he said, I love it. 
every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Barry Ferguson and the Go Radio Football Show. I bumped into him in Bodwell. So there you are. Alan knows his stuff. He does indeed. Yeah, he's a lawyer. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Alan, thank you for making the switch. He listened for many years. He's tuning to us every single night. So tomorrow night, Mark Guidi's here, 5 to 6. And then from Wednesday night, you know who's with you? John Hartson. What a player John was, wasn't he? So it's you. Yeah, he was. Yep. Got a bonus. Yeah, it was that front three. Yeah. It, that Celtic had at that time, Paul. It's honest. Um, John Hartson, Chris Sutton, and then listen, the the best of them all was was Henrik Larson. No yep. doubt about it. He was one player of you. Listen, they were all top players yep. at that Celtic team. But if you stopped um, Henrik Larson, you had you had a real chance. Wednesday night. So that was Big Aussie's job, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, and he did it well at times, <laughs> didn't he? But I mean, they, in fact, um, Henrik Larson said that he, you know, he gave it, he took it with him, but the two of them got on with it. You know, they didn't complain, did they? Yeah, that, that's Neither a sign, like, when you play against top players. Well, well, the top players that I was lucky enough to come up against, if you were late in a challenge that you didn't really mean, they would, they would just go on with it. Yeah. They would get up and play the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's what I found with the, the top players. We see the best Celtic player you came up against, do you think? Henrik Larson? Yeah, yeah, for yeah sure. easily. Yeah. Easily. And the best, I'm just putting Easily, you up, close, yeah. close by, by, by who I, th- I thought was an exceptional player as well was Maravchik. Yeah, wow. And of course Never he was a bit anything. No. Yeah, yeah, he was, I don't know, he came here at what, 32, 33? 33, something like that. Yep. Um, no, he. Yeah, I think he came for French football. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that everyone might, thought he would be in and out, but yeah, my goodness, he, Yeah, he'd, um, yep. he'd some ability him. Um, but Henrik Larson, yeah, he was, he was the, the one that you had to stop, Paul. Yeah. And if I ask you, you've, the best Rangers player you played alongside. That's maybe unfair because you had such a time there, but we've spoken about the Arthur Newmans. The yeah, I mean, I, 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 I speak about this quite yeah. a lot. I, I was yeah. I was lucky. I played with some phenomenal players. Um, and, and the thing that stood out with the the, the, the top players, Paul, was the, their, their attitude towards everything in terms of their training, mm-hmm. the way they looked after themselves. Um these guys were were model professionals, um, good guys. But see, when it came to games, there was only one thing in their mind, and that was to to win. And they would do anything to try and win a game of football. And you learn for these guys. And and I would like to think that I, I learned some good traits off these these players that I played with. And that's good for everyone listening, young people, isn't it? Whatever you do, give it give it everything. You've got to listen. You never stop learning either, mm-hmm. even as you yep. go on. In your careers, I retired at 37 and a half, Paul, and I was mm-hmm. still learning stuff at 37 and a half off different coaches and off different players that you, you, you play with. But one thing you've got to have, Paul, is you've got to have the, the right attitude. Um, you've got to have that work ethic. And if you've got that work ethic, I think you've got a, a real good chance. I love that, 37 and a half. What are you now, 44 and a half? 45 and a half. <laughs> no, 45 and a half, nearly. <laughs> well, I'm feeling yeah. it. Oh, no. Uh, are you golfing? I mean, we're just talking about the weather today. You know, we want to show everyone going to be golfing here, but, yeah. uh, this morning, but obviously with the, the rain, it's not ideal when you, no. you yeah. play golf in the, in the rain. I, I like my golf, Paul. The only problem is I don't play enough. Um, so, and they got on that course and... Um, Get practicing Getting back out there, and you're playing in the Masters again soon. We're going to see you, playing. yeah. Yeah, um, hopefully, all things going well with, with fitness. As, as we just mentioned, there, as you're getting older, there's a, a lot of old injuries come back to, to haunt you. But 
September the 9th I think it is okay. um, yep it's always great to go and link up with the guys that you played uh, played with in the past and have a right good chat and, and get out and listen they've still got it in terms of their touch and whatever but the old legs tend to go a wee bit but they're, they're brilliant nights and brilliant days when you can go and chat away and reminisce about the good old days September the 9th that'll just be six days after the first huge game of the season oh, Rangers Celtic September the 3rd and we're going to be on live Barry uh, during these huge games September this coming the 9th season. I'm just checking it yeah. is. okay let's get to today Sky had a couple of really good interviews today with uh, Brendan Rogers, and also they spoke to John Kennedy and speaking about you know what happened over the summer he could have gone to Tottenham he had a great relationship with Ange and he also talks about his relationship and a really good relationship with the new manager Brendan Rodgers yeah, some of it was uh, interesting it was one where obviously the manager decided you know Ange to, to move on to Spurs um, and in that period there's always I've, I've you know, been here a few times now when managers have changed there's the uncertainty you never know what's around the corner the club are in discussions with other people but at that point you, you don't really know what's going on so um, I'd been in close contact with Ange you know there was different possibilities but you know, in the end, you know, Brendan was coming back to Celtic. The club wanted me to stay. Brendan wanted me to stay and be part of this going forward. And you know, as being part of this club is a great privilege. Um, I know what it's all about here. You know, and I've got a good understanding of it. I know the players. I know Brendan really well, and that was a big pull in terms of you know sticking around and, and being part of that. I know how Brendan works. You know, the level he's worked. So um, it's great to still be here. Um, you can never quite you know look back on it and say that would definitely have happened. There was a possibility of happening. You know, the way things worked out, it wasn't to be and, and Brendan was quickly appointed, which was, you know, a good move in the, in the club's behalf, you know, to get someone of his calibre back in and, and move things forward again because the, the thing is you're coming in off the back of great success, you're not coming in to rebuild things, um, you're coming in off of great success, so bringing someone of Brendan's calibre in to do that, you know, it's a great move by the club. Interesting what was maybe happening over the summer. And here's Brendan Rogers speaking about two players that could be in their way out, Scales and Welsh, but they featured at the weekend. I think the, the beauty of coming in and assessing everything is, is getting giving them that prolonged period. You know, you can sometimes you know, make a decision too early on a player. Um, but it works both ways. Sometimes you might want a player to be here and be in your squad, but naturally they might want to go and play and they might want to go and start. Uh, somewhere every week so it works both ways but both those guys that you mentioned have been excellent over the course of uh, pre-season and then uh, we'll, we'll see how that develops over the coming weeks Barry more players to come in that's what you sense Liam Scales wanted by Aberdeen you'd expect him to go there probably yeah because I, I think Liam Scales is at an age where he, he wants to at least have the, a better chance of playing regular first team football and um, he had a strong finish to the season Last year, when Barry Robson took over, um, he was a big part of what Barry was we started off with in terms of making sure they were hard to beat and didn't concede many goals. Um, so, yep, he's, he's one player that I would imagine that will move on. Colin has been on the WhatsApp saying, Hi guys, I think Rangers either need a new left-back or they should try Yefko, who was on at the weekend, at left-back, or maybe even Adam Devine. Because I don't think Barisic or Yilmaz is the answer. Both have been at fault for sloppy goals in pre-season. What do you think? Yeah, I, I see where he's coming from in terms of the sloppy goals that have been conceded. Um, Barisic uh, during the week and um, Yilmaz um, uh, the weekend. But I, I, again, I'm not going to be too harsh on him, Paul, because... It is pre-season. The the sessions are totally different for what you would do during the uh, during the season when it's up and running. Um, but in terms of Barisic, again, 
Um, I'll go into it. He's going into the final year of his contract, Paul, and uh, he's one of the ones either Michael Beale wants him to stay and extend, or Barisic doesn't want it and wants to move on. They need to really get it sorted because they can't allow it to to run on and and risk losing an international left back. Where I think you would get decent money for if he was to to be let go. Were you surprised Glenn Kamara is in the at the moment? He's training in his own. We talked about it before the program. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. not in terms of. I don't think Glenn Kamara would be that type of player, Paul, to, to um, be an absolute nuisance or whatever. I just think he's been allowed to go and speak to to different teams. He's probably his mind's a bit mixed up. He's, uh, so I think it's best for both parties that. He, he trains alone just to keep his fitness levels um, up up there and I think you'll see Glenn Kamara um, move on in the next week or so but one thing I will say about Glenn Kamara a brilliant piece of business amazing for 50, 50. grand yeah. I think he's been a real good um, signing for Rangers and he's a good footballer Glenn mm. Colin's final point is about Abdallah Sima he says I'm not sure about him yet don't know if we've seen enough not convinced and the other new signings uh, have done okay but could still do better what I'm hearing from you tonight is listen these are all pre-season games yeah as I say Paul I, I wouldn't get too up if Rangers were winning every pre-season game and everybody was playing the perfect game and the same I'm not getting too down where Rangers are obviously getting beaten some games and drawn games and players aren't playing brilliantly uh, so I'll reserve my judgement until the season starts and we're, we're three or four games into the, 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 the season um, and see how they, they react to when the, the, the pressure's on because next week at quarter past five on the Astro yep. the pressure's on Rangers to, to come back up the road to Ibrooks with with three points and but it'll be interesting to see what the starting eleven is going to be as well Paul it will be won't it yeah, I'm how they're going to line up how yeah. they're going to line up what way they're going to play they're going to play with one holder or two holders in the, the middle of the pitch I prefer them with, with two players in because of the way that Michael Beale likes to uh, push his full backs um, on because it makes you more solid and, and compact that way but it'll be interesting to see because it's a big squad now there's competition yes. for places certainly in that forward area and you think maybe one or two more to come. Final piece here from Brendan Rodgers. He was in the back pages this morning saying more determined than ever to win with Celtic. And uh, is he apprehensive about the reaction of some of the Celtic fans? Well, we may not. Yeah. No, there's no apprehension. You know, I, I made a decision to, to leave, which uh, I said before I didn't regret. You know, Celtic done well after I left. You know, I had a good spell at, uh, at Leicester. And uh, we won some trophies, so I come, I come back. You know, I've had a great support from the Celtic supporters. That listen, you won't always get uh, everyone on side, but I think my experience in life tells me that uh, people forgive when it suits, and they forget when it's convenient. And uh, my job purely is to just concentrate the priorities, the players, and the staff, making sure that we can be the best that we can be in order to help the supporters. Uh, dream again and that's that's what I achieve and listen I'm pretty sure in the first time I was here there wasn't everyone was behind me and it'll probably be the same here but as long as everyone supports the team and uh, and gives them everything which they normally do at Celtic then hopefully we can have a great season again Barry it's going to be some season yeah looking forward to it um, 
obviously Brendan Rodgers coming in massive name a few new signings through the door I expect a few more and obviously Michael Beale's first season in charge knowing that he needs to deliver um, silverware and how are the new players going to settle in so yep I, I can't wait till um, the season kicks off Paul because I think it's going to be a, an interesting season and the via play the League Cup it's big whoever gets that first I mean we saw it under Ange Postacoglu that made a difference didn't it for the momentum yeah, that is always yeah. important Derek says that at the start of the yeah. show it is always important to get that first trophy um, in the cabinet but Paul the the bread and butter as a league title yep. that's the most important one listen the cups are a, a brilliant bonus um, but the one that you, you want to win and make sure you, you win is that league title Barry Ferguson thanks so much see you on Wednesday Mark Woody's here tomorrow at 5 but don't miss Barry and John Harson on Wednesday The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy access to a wide range of renewable energy and energy efficient products Let's go Global Eco Energy sell and install renewable energy products to domestic commercial and public sector customers with access to a wide range of renewable energy products, including solar PV, battery storage, air source heat pumps, and eco-garden makeovers, we offer a bespoke service tailored to your exact needs. For a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options, go to global-eco.co.uk.